Good evening and welcome to another exciting episode of 48 Shades of Football. I think it's going to be particularly exciting today because I've swapped Mark out for the Phantom. Good evening, Phantom. Good evening. You sound excited. <laughs> Actually, after Celtic's result at the weekend, I was looking forward to doing it with Mark. Is that why Mark's not here? I suspect so. What was Celtic's result of the weekend? I'm, I'm not familiar. They got hammered by Hearts 4-0. 4-0, eh? So, first time they've lost domestically under Brendan Rodgers. Really? And so the record is, is done? 69. You know, if Mark could have picked a number for the record to end on, it would probably have not ended yet. <laughs> anyway, what's on the agenda today? Uh, obviously, the final round of the EAF tournament took place at the weekend, so we'll have a look at what happened. Right. And who won the Tokdo Derby. Right. Uh, and then there's some worrying news out of Songnam. Okay. And, and Suwon. So we'll find out what's happening there. Okay. And then anything you've got to tell us. I believe you're going to tell us about a, a K Classic from the past. Oh, am I? Some December matches. Right. Yes. That's the little bit like old gits reminisce about. Over a pint. When, when, when K League was good. Yeah. When I were a lad. When, well, I don't think we were lads back then, to be quite honest. But yeah. Okay. So uh, first up, yeah. EAFF. Yeah. Important tournament. Um, regional bragging rights. Okay. I guess you might liken it to a tournament between England, Scotland, Wales, and Northern Ireland. Like the old home nations championship that yeah. used to used to take place. Which they were supposed to be reviving, but didn't quite. Did they revive it and England didn't take part or something? Well, I think did they revive it for the teams that didn't qualify for tournaments? <laughs> so everyone except England. Well, Wales qualified for the last. To- anyway, yeah. Okay, like that. Anyway, so yeah. Uh, did you watch much of it? Uh, I watched all of the first round, mm-hmm. a quarter of the second round, and half of the third round. Okay. Yeah. And I believe we're in the unusual unusual situation of actually reporting a Korean team actually played pretty well. Hence, hence the uh, intro for this week, Blue Moon. <laughs> okay. Once in a blue moon. Right. Um, yeah, Korea. Great, well, should we just say John Book played well? John Book played well, yeah. Right. Um, yeah. So, if we take the, the first round, we'll take the first match first, okay. which was between North Korea and China. Mm-hmm. Uh, China, if they'd won, could have overtaken Korea right. if they'd lost, mm-hmm. but it turned into a bit of damp squib, ended one all. Mm-hmm. Uh, bring on the main event, South Korea versus Japan. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you watch it? I actually, I did watch it. I, I, I turned it on about... I got home, well, maybe, I don't know, 10 minutes in, yeah. and I thought, hey, normal service, given away a stupid penalty, absolutely ridiculous penalty in, to in give away. First, first minute or the second Something minute? Something like the, the, the first minute. Uh, one nil down, good, good, good. Well, not good, 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 but um, heads will drop, you know, the normal, the, the normal thing that we get with the Korean national team. It didn't quite work out that way. It certainly didn't. No. Um, they scored, what, three in the first half? Right. To go in 3-1 up. Mm-hmm. first one was... It was the header, wasn't it? From the Wookiee. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then the second one was scored as a brilliant free kick by... Chung Woo Young. Yep. The uh, Chong Chongqing? Does he play for Chongqing? Uh, yes, Chongqing Li Fan. Right. Yep. Third one... That was quite a free kick, wasn't it? It was. There's quite a bit of swerve on it. So right. Completely unsavable. Absolutely unsavable. Bamboozled the goal. Yeah. Um, third one, the Wookiee again. Yep. 
Um, but it, played through beautifully by his teammates, I believe. Yep. Well, obviously his teammate, but his his, his club <laughs> teammates yeah. as well. Uh, and then in the second half, um, Young Kihun slash own goal mm-hmm. with the fourth. Right. Uh, and that's where it ended. Indeed, a clever goal by Young Kihun. Yeah. Very clever goal by Young Kihun, if he meant it. <laughs> so what, what do you attribute this to? I mean, okay, we, we can, there's a number of things we can say. It was Japan's, what, C, C team? C team. And Korea's... A slash B team. A slash B... The Asia-based players, basically. Of course, that was true for, true for both teams. Solely down to that? Um, mainly down to that, I would think. Right. I, would, I don't know, because this is what um, Shin Taeyong's... Well... These three matches have been his what fifth, sixth, and seventh game in charge, yeah. um, and it obviously started off with two terrible nil-nil draws, right. followed by two humiliating defeats on the road in Europe. Right. Um, these three games, they've not been bad. On the road. Yeah. Can you just say away games. Or? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Road games. Um, these three games, they've been. Obviously, I didn't watch the North Korea game at all. Right, that was the 4.30 kickoff, wasn't right. it? Right, yeah. with no I, I saw the, it was on, it was on Spo TV. Yeah. Do you not have Spo TV in your office? I don't have any TV in my office. Really? Yeah. Wow. They disconnected it because we never watched it. Or rather, I was the only, the only, you only one person it. And you didn't watch it for, you watched it for sport, basically. Yeah. Right, yeah, okay. You used to annoy the other team members when I put football on. Right. And they were trying to work overtime. Right, <laughs> or pretending to work overtime. Yeah. Yeah, Okay. Anyway, yeah, I, I, I actually, I, I'd managed to sit through about, because I, obviously I, I wasn't working that, that day, I, I managed to sit through about 40 minutes uh, before, I, before I left, but it was a, a pretty dour, a pretty dour struggle, and uh, they got the you know, semi-fortunate goal in the, in the second half. A draw would have probably been a fair, a fair result, but, you know, you take what you get. Yeah, but um, against China, and definitely against Japan, they were quite outstanding at times. Right. Um, so... I guess what, we'll see what happens in March. What sort of got me? They they played with a kind of freedom, a, a kind of totally the opposite to what you see when they're in Seoul in the Seoul World Cup Stadium. They they play with the the weight of the world on their shoulders. They looked energized. They looked fresh. They seemed to know each other's names, which actually helped. Uh, I've heard a lot of people say, or some people say, and a lot of people say, you know, the the absence of the likes of Son and Key lets this particular group of players play with a lot more freedom, perhaps a lot less expectation on them. Do you think there's something in that? Uh, I would definitely say the absence of Son and Key must have had some impact because when those guys are playing, mm. they're clearly regarded as the standout players by... I mean, they everybody. are the standout players. But which, which means I think there's a certain pressure to... When, you, when you're looking to make up a pass, it's like, look, see where Son is. Where is Can I pass to him? Maybe, maybe not. Mm. When he's not there, they have to think this treat like more like a normal match and just pass to the player in the best position. Right, right. So I think there's probably yeah some impact from not having some playing. And they, they were they were taking shots. Yeah. They, there was a, a chance they they were looking for the shot. They weren't looking. Okay, can I pass the responsibility onto some somebody else? Which happens time and time again. In I don't want to blame Sangam, but generally happens more in in, in Sangam. Uh, maybe also uh, this. I was, I was home last, last Tuesday, I was looking for the game, yeah. and obviously Korea is one of the very few countries which hasn't hawked off its, hawked off its football to, to the highest 
obscure satellite channel bidder. Yeah. So I first looked through KBS, NBC. It wasn't on. Right. It was only on Spo TV. TV. And this wasn't a tournament that was getting a huge amount of a huge amount of coverage in in the media either until they right. hammered Japan. Right. Um, I thought maybe there could be the case of they know they're not going to get whatever happened. They weren't going to get hammered in the in the media when when the inevitable loss took place. They just played with such freedom, such abandon, such a, attacking. It was it was refreshing to see. I mean, I I'm as you know, I'm not a huge fan of the the Korean national team, not a huge fan of international football, as um, obviously K3 is where, where, where <laughs> the, the real business is, is at. But it, it was enjoyable to watch a Korean team playing in that, in that manner. Uh, I just realised I missed two matches out from the, the metamorphosis of this Korean team. So okay. you've got the two World Cup qualifiers, which were nil-nil draws. Mm-hmm. Then they played away against Russia, away yeah. against Morocco or That's Tunisia. right, right. One of the two. It was supposed to be one and ended up being the other, right? right. Um, and then they were home to, obviously, Colombia and Serbia, mm. which they showed flashes of potential yeah. and got four points out of, right? Right. And then these three games. Mm-hmm. So if you want to take it as an evolution over those, um, what, nine games, mm-hmm. then it's clearly, in the right direction. clearly Korea are going to win the World Cup next year. Absolutely. I thought Harry Kane was going to win the World <laughs> Cup next year. I think... After that result against Japan, um, Korea fans are going to go the same way as England fans. Isn't it? <laughs> it could be. It could be. Uh, so uh, Shin Tae Young is the, the man for the job. Never lost in Japan. Never lost in. Well, he must have lost in Japan. I mean, he was a, he played in Japan, didn't he? For a, for a Korean, right? Never lost in Japan. He might not have played in Japan. I know he played in Australia, but um, <laughs> he, okay, he's never never lost. Uh, you mean as a player in the Korean national team, or as a as a player and as a coach. In, yeah. Right. I didn't actually read the article. I just saw it was being bandied about. I've, n- I've never lost in Japan either. <laughs> Have you ever been to Japan? I've been to Japan. <laughs> On holiday. Have you ever scored in Japan? Um. I, anyway, Shinte, uh, it, 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 it was a goalless draw. <laughs> but, um, um, no own goals. <laughs> Have you seen how tiny those... The, 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 anyway, the captured hotel hotels. Room, the captured hotels. Yeah, there's not, not room to raise your arm, let alone <laughs> swing a cat. <laughs> yeah, it's too early for this. <laughs> okay. Um, so, it, it, one swallow doesn't make. Hang on, that's, that's not right. <laughs> one swallow doesn't make a summer, but it's, it's going in the right direction for the for the national team. Will it be the same once the once the European guys come come back? I mean, they were there in the in the friendly games la- last month. Uh, will it be the same when, when they come back? Well, when's the next friendly? March, I think. Okay. Against. Um, they did announce who they put it up against. Right. We're going to have the big farewell friendly at. And I'm going to say Sangam again. Where? Oh, I oh. assume it's probably going to be in Europe again. Well, we'll have to have one farewell game before they go to Europe. So I guess they'll have they'll have some friendlies in March. Mm. And then they'll go into like World Cup friendlies in early June, I guess, or late May, early June. Right. Uh, trying to think who it was. Who's in their group? Uh, Germany. Mexico and Sweden. Right. right. A difficult group. Uh, yeah. Quicker for you to look it up. It would be quicker, but anyway, uh, okay. Right now, look up who's in the group. Okay, done. <laughs> okay. Right. Anything more to say about EAFF? Um. I guess 
Last time we were talking about uh, a career playing games, uh, playing very poorly in front of big crowds when they could have got people interested. Yeah. And this time the opposite is true. <laughs> yes. They played very well with not many people watching, I assume. Right. So either on TV or yeah, yeah. A great advert for the K League or great advert for John Book anyway. Yeah, and surely get some of those players in the shop window. In the shop window, yes, they can go to China. The, the Wookiee off back onto Celtic. Oh, really? Maybe. Who Could, knows? Well, they need defenders, don't they? <laughs> anyway. Uh, Mark, where, where is Mark, by the way? Is he? R- what, right now? Yeah. be Dubai, I guess. Oh, right. So he's gone... Come back to Glasgow. He's gone back to Glasgow, right. You mean it was such an emergency they've recalled him, basically? Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Okay, so uh, that's EAFF. Yep. So we're talking about Shin Tae-young. Shin Tae-young was in Korea a one-club man. Yeah. Which club was he a one-club man for? Well, it had about four incarnations in his time, but... Uh, was it not Song- Songnam? It was Songnam, and I believe Songnam is the next item on the agenda. Do you, do you want to pick your winner and loser now, or do you want to leave it a bit until we talk to other stuff? Talk about other stuff. Let's leave it a little bit, yeah. Okay. I think we know who the loser is going to be. <laughs> I think there's a couple of... Uh, there's a couple of potential losers yeah. this week, yeah. I think the K-League as a whole is probably the loser, given... Right. But anyway, we'll get to that in a minute. Yeah, um, obviously Songnam is a citizen team, mm. which means it's funded by taxpayers' money provided by the council. Yeah. Uh, they announced on Friday that the, the they've preliminarily slashed 100% of the, the budget for next year. And by slashing 100% of the budget, I'm no uh, finance guy, but that's all of it. Uh, well, actually, I have to say, the part, about 50% of their budget comes from City Hall, 50% right. of that comes from commercial right. arrangements. Right. So the, the, the city, Songnam City Hall have said they're not going to give them any of the budget they'd asked for, which was about roughly about $7 million. Okay, and that was the figure that got slashed... Last year as well, it got cut down to seven. Right, to it, seven. it got cut from X to seven. Right. This year they've asked for seven, and this, the City Hall have said, no, we can't give you any. Okay. So, quite surprised they're still going on, because Seoul's, Seoul's budget's all finished last week. Oh, wow. Well, mm. Congratulations. And I had to, go, had to go along and do the same thing, like ask for this amount of money, and they say, why do you need this? We don't want to give you that. Cut that by half. Right. So... Uh, would have been so, so, it, so if Seoul City goes bankrupt this year, it's because of your salary negotiations, yeah? <laughs> I'm cheaper than the last guy. Okay. <laughs> I'm talking about salary, not... <laughs> uh, anyway, so Songnam, potentially... I've not seen that it's been 100% finalised, but that's the, the attitude of City Hall at the moment. So okay. potentially working with a budget of 50% of what they were expecting, right. which will turn them into something slightly worse than Taejeon. Okay. I mean, I'm... Squared by Eland. Oh, oh, right. Well, Eland doesn't get any taxpayer cash, does it? No. No. But I mean, how, how terrible they were. Oh, how, oh, right. Okay. Well, that is... That is into... into uh, why, why is this happening? I guess there's two theories, right? Firstly is that it was a, a pet project by Lee Jae-myung, the, the Songnam city, city mayor, mm. who is now um, a bit of a political... A divisive yeah. political figure, uh, and I think the makeup. But he was super popular at the time, right? So, so each, basically, the budget is divided by different committees. So there's like a, 
a sports and leisure and whatever committee within right. Songnam City Hall, which will be made up of about 10 councilmen, uh, roughly divided between the different parties that are in power. So there'll be five from the Minjudang and three from whatever party. Mm-hmm. So according to what I saw is that currently um, his party is not in the ascendancy. Okay. So there are other guys who are against him who may be taking this out on him. Using the club. And he... It wasn't just about... Um, Lee Jae Myung's popularity at that time. It wasn't... In terms of the football club, it wasn't just about the K-League team, was it? it in no. fact, it was that was kind of a small part of it. It was the other community programs, the kids' football programs, which is a legacy of why you see all those, as Mark likes to call them, the City Hall Adjumas, who were very kind enough to give us some coffee down at Asan in the playoff when it was absolutely... To sleep you up. Well, actually, it was very helpful because we needed a paper cup for our soju because we... Someone had brought in soju, but didn't have any cups. I don't know if you've ever tried swigging soju out of the bottle in minus three conditions, but it's not a good idea. I've, I've looked disdainfully at foreigners sipping it, out exactly. of, of soju on the subway, or exactly. Out, and, yeah. and we're not those. We're not those you're foreigners. I mean, one level above. <laughs> we're one level above. So what, what we did? So I don't know if Mark has been through through this on on the podcast before. No, Apologise. He, he talked about the the beer, the GS25 runner. Right. Every stop on the subway on the way down, or something like that. That's that's right. Uh, it also got in, brought in a bottle of Halasan soju. Yeah. Uh, that was particularly so that he could m- make one particular tweet saying Songnam have got a mountain to climb by putting a picture of the Hamasan so he's got a mountain on the bottle but it, it, it was too cold to drink beer in the stadium because the, the cans were freezing in the hand and so we brought, brought out the soju then realised we didn't have any, any cups but luckily the City Hall Adjumas brought round coffee for everybody out of a thermos flask and they gave us a paper cup so you know, we drank the coffee and then recycled the cup. I have to say, Halasan mixed with the remnants of Maxine coffee is excellent. Okay. Really excellent. <laughs> anyway, so I, I for one will be very sad if, if, if all that with Songnam ends. So, so what do you think? Songnam uh, taxpayer money to the tune of $7 million? Mm. Is that a good investment or not? Well, I don't know. I'm putting it, in the, putting it down the, the money drain that is a K-League team. No, obviously not, but it depends what it does where that seven million goes, does that just go on running on running the team? If there's no team, is there no community community project? Uh, it, it's very very hard to justify to justify you know, taxpayer cash going on on football. But you know this could happen with with any of the teams we've seen in uh, Songnam. I were the perfect well the bad example before. The Moonies were spending lots of money on, on Songnam. As soon as the, the guy who was interested in it goes, yeah, yeah. the funding gets switched off. You see in baseball, look at Samsung Lions. The former Samsung... Sorry, he's still the current Samsung chairman. He's definitely still alive. Um, <laughs> as soon as he, his power on the company you know, waned, the Samsung Lions funding get, gets turned off because Samsung... You know, Apple doesn't own sports teams, Facebook doesn't own sports teams, we want to be like Apple and Facebook, why do we have sports teams? Uh, Sue and Blue Wings were lucky to get punted to to jail, I think, just before that happened. Uh, So it could happen to to anyone? No, I don't think anyone can can justify taxpayer cash being being put on on a professional football team. But at the same time, 
you know, what they tried to do down at Songnam is uh, has been excellent. I don't know if you've been down to Songnam in the last couple of years, except to the away end. Just to the away end. Yeah, but it's um, it, it's 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 a fun day out, but. Presumably that goddamn magpie must have come out of taxpayers' funds, right? Probably. Well, again, that that's operated by a different facilities company, apparently. But uh, okay. I don't know. I think it's probably. I think King Kenny probably bankrolls the whole thing anyway. So. <laughs> anyway, uh, I'm sure there's a fair chance they might get some money in the end. Yeah. But expect another massive cut. Right. So. We'll see what happens. Right, and that will leave them in well, still in the, still in the challenge, obviously. And what about the only the fifth worst off worst off team in the challenge, probably. Yep. Where does Incheon's money come from? Are they still being bankrolled by the city? Uh, I think so. Bankrolled by the bankrupt city. They got some of their money from the airport corporation, right? Right. But I think mainly by the, the city. Right. It's kind of uh, ironic, right? Because in the UK, we're talking about uncaring owners like the <laughs> yes. Blackpool guys or whatever. Right. And here it's the, the governments that are screwing clubs over. Right. After the clubs have been screwing the governments out of lots of money for... But, you know, it could happen to FC Seoul. I mean, once GS get a chairman who's not interested in football, then, or he doesn't like his predecessor and he wants to screw him over? Chairman of uh, GS Sports has just changed, actually. Has he really? New guy, yeah. yeah. Does he like football? I don't know. He doesn't have any history of working in history, uh, in football. Does he like volleyball? Because they <laughs> sponsor a women's volleyball team. Uh, he probably likes women's volleyball more than he likes men's football. You know, this is, I know I think I talk about this every time I come on, but you know the V-girls at the volleyball are the same as the V-girls at the... I got to shake the V-girls' hands at the, the last game of the season. Kansuk. Whichever, whichever three or four... Short hair. Short blonde? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Have you washed your hands since? <laughs> no. Can I touch it? <laughs> <coughs> anyway, um, yeah, so Songnam, we hope they're not screwed, but they might we'll be. to the Capsule Hotel now, will you? Yeah, anyway. <laughs> That'd be a goalless draw now. <laughs> anyway, on, um, t- time's, time's ticking on, time's ticking yeah. on. Um, some bit of transfer news filtering in. Yes. Did you see that? I, I, I was reading... Well, firstly, I didn't realise that Uli had been uh, picked up by another club. Tianjin Taylor. Yeah. So yeah, he falls on his feet, doesn't he? Yeah. Or falls on his wallet, anyway. And now he's using all that time spent, to, spent watching the K-League. Put yeah. Putting that to good use. Yeah. And he's trying to snatch up a K-League player. Let uh, me guess. It's um, Park Ji Young. <laughs> no. No. Unfortunately not. <laughs> Who is it? Come on. Who's the most obvious guest ever? The, the, uh, well, it's, it's not the Wookiee. I'm going to say that. It's not the bronze god, is it? It is. It's Adonis himself. Jonathan. Really? For a K-League record, four and a, four and a half million dollars or so. Four and a half million. So it's good business all around. Yeah. Uh, we briefly touched on this last week, as I'm sure you're aware. Right. But this week it's been kind of confirmed. Right. That the clubs are in negotiation. And because of the, the the whacking transfer fee, and obviously they're offering to triple his Suwon right. salary, so it's going to be very difficult. And clearly, teams can't match can't match that. No. Right. So it's going to be very difficult to uh, prevent him from going. I, I guess. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a, a, a logical transfer, a logical transfer all round. Um, 
Well, I, you can't wipe the grin off your face, can you? What? This is bad. This is another good player leaving the leaving the K League. Yeah, uh, obviously. It's <laughs> <laughs> hysterical, isn't it? It's bad for the K League, but well, it is bad for the K League. I guess we'll have to see who who they bring in to replace him and Santos. Right. Yeah. I I was but uh, I was reading a, a certain Suwon Blue Wings fans Twitter feed yesterday, and as he said, it doesn't matter. We've still got Yom Ki-hoon, the thinking man's number nine. I actually met him the other day for the first time. Yom Ki-hoon? No. Oh, really? Yeah. Did you hit it off, or did you just hit? We're at other ends of the table, so we don't have much time to talk. All right. But we had a bit of discussion about Wednesday's current plight. Right. Uh, and then, yeah, it's fine. Okay. But obviously, Dayan may be available if Suwon were looking for someone to fill Jonathan's shoes. Yeah. Um, much better player, I think, in his prime. Oh, in his prime. Mm. Which is still now. Which is still now. <laughs> I was going to say, we're about to talk about his prime. But, uh... So, um, yeah. I think, obviously, a huge loss for the K League as a whole. Because yeah. he was uh, banging in so many goals, uh, basically dragged Suwon into third place Um, but as a soul fan yeah it's yeah it's never good when the good players leave the league but I mean the K-League is now a a feeder league for for the Chinese Super League China and and Japan a bit I guess and still the Middle East for some reason and maybe who knows maybe the Scottish Premier League as well is there any obvious um, replacement for him like someone you could bring in that's you would usually look at the K League Challenge. I mean, what's his face at Gyeongnam, for instance, who was absolutely banging them in? But Marcel, Marcel, Mar something. Um, I'm sure Suwon have looked at him, yep. and I'm sure if they want him, they'll they'll get him, as I assume they will be able to pay more than than Gyeongnam will. But uh, we shall see. But then you've got to think about will this four million S dollars actually come into the K League? Because there was the whole thing with Tiago, was it, or P two? That song oh, was sold. That well, they didn't actually own him, though, did they? Right. Or, yeah. And then last year, Adriano's fee was rumored to be four million, but, but Sol didn't spend any of that. Right. We don't know exactly how much came in, but mm. certainly didn't spend any of it. Right. So anyway. Anyway. Bittersweet, I guess. Yes, indeed. But it means Suwon have lost their best striker. Yep. Best uh, player. And with the current squad, there's no way they'll get third in the league next year. No. But with everyone else's squad, they might get second. Ulsan <laughs> have uh, re-signed their Austrian defender. Right. And they just signed another defender, right? From um, Dortmund. From Dortmund. The Korean who's been at Dortmund for some time. So who was the guy that Suwon was supposed to be signing from Germany? I don't know. There was a rumour that they were going to sign a... I will check Korea Football News' Twitter feed and we will... Because it was like a couple of weeks ago, someone... Was it from Germany? I thought it was from Germany. Well, they can sign who they like now. They've got four, four and a half million to play with. Well, probably not who they like, but... No, <laughs> no indeed. So after talking about all yep. that... Who's your winners and losers of the week? 
Um, my uh, winner of the winner of the week is Shin Tae Young. Yep. He's got to get the job. <laughs> okay. My loser of the week is a uh, poor old thirty-three thousand feet. Mark is worrying whether his team's going to be in existence uh, next uh, uh, next uh, next year. You think Celtic are going to completely implode after that formal? I think defeat? they could do a Sepco. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> They'll find out that the money wasn't really theirs. Who knows? He won't listen to this anyway. He never listens when he's not on. Okay, yeah, we can say what we like. Uh, who your winners and losers are? We? Um, my winner is. Uh, I think those of us that did tune in to watch Korea versus Japan. Who knows when we'll get to see a, a performance like that again? Right. Uh, and lose of the week. As I said, it's hard to pick. Songnam, Songnam fans, Suwon, Suwon fans. So I'm just going to go for the K League as a whole. The K League. Yeah, that's a good call. I mean, I would say that losing your best striker is nothing compared to potentially losing your your club. Just like, just ask Anyang fans. Uh, but um, didn't they lose their best striker at the same time as they lost their club? They lost their best striker. They lost their best defender. They lost their goalkeeper. They lost everything. Yeah. Didn't lose the stadium. No, they didn't. I probably wish they had it done. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. So There's no one from those days still here, is there? No. No, okay. Good. Okay. You've got like one minute. One minute. Yeah, I'm... Kaylee Classic. We, we tried to do something that actually happened on the the corresponding week. Of course, we should really have saved Meepos because that was actually December 17th when that final, when that final took place. Two years it's later... It's a very, very good blog post you wrote. Very detailed... And as our first blog post of K-League, mm. uh, the K-Classics, you've set a, a very high... I've set a stand. lengthy word count, if that's yeah. what you mean. Did you read it? Yes, I did. Really? Okay. And I was cursing you in, inside, saying, that, that means I've got to try and make... Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> what are you writing about, by the way? Um, I don't know. I was supposed to... Oh, no, I was supposed to put something out yesterday, but didn't. Okay, well, that's good. Can you write about the V-Girls? <laughs> History of the V-Girls. Uh, you're probably better off doing that. Yeah, what's the time? Anyway, let's get out of here quick. Um, yeah, so it snowed, didn't it, this week? There was a lot of snow. Yep. Uh, do you remember the K League final in the snow a few years ago? 2008. 2008 it was. Not really happy memories for us, actually. No. Seoul versus Suwon. Seoul versus Suwon over two legs. Yep. Yeah. That was at the. It was a, a weird. It, back in those days, back in those days, the K League season was only 26 games long, basically. And because. Because they uh, had a uh, pretty pointless tournament in the middle of the, the summer called the K-League Cup, which broke things up. Uh, so they would only play 26 games. Uh, Suwon won the league that year. Seoul went through the, the season only losing, I think, one game. That was to Suwon, but they drew an awful lot. And uh, so they went into the playoffs. Uh, several teams in the playoffs. Suwon got a bye to the, the final Songnam got a bye, uh, Seoul rather got a bye to the semi-finals. Ulsan played Songnam in the first round of the uh, of the playoffs, uh, which was um, in uh, where was it? Uh, no, actually they didn't. Ulsan played uh, Ulsan played Pohang, and then uh, Songnam played Jeonbuk. Jeonbuk beat Songnam, and uh, Ulsan beat Pohang. Then Ulsan beat Jeonbuk to play FC Seoul. Uh, cracking game it was in Sangam World Cup Stadium as well. Went to extra time, Seoul winning 4-2 to set up the two-legged match with Suwon. First leg Wednesday night in the uh, Sangam World Cup Stadium. 
and uh, it ended up in a draw. Adilson scoring for Seoul first. Kwakiju, uh, one of the Suwon legends, I guess he was, Kwakiju. Rugby legend. Yes, he did. In later years, yes. Uh, Equalising for the Blue Wings. Back down to to Suwon on the on the Sunday blizzard in the morning yet still 41,000 people in the Big Bird they saw uh, Edu scoring early didn't they? Edu with his hair this is before he went off to the Bundesliga before right? he went to the Bundesliga to become a superstar yeah uh, he, he scored Jonjo Gook equalised Patriot yeah, with a penalty. Uh, unfortunately, Song Chong Gook, who has gone on to all sorts of things, has read the tail end of his career, um, gone on to some unsavoury things as well. TV star slash... He got in trouble for something, didn't he? He did get in trouble for something, yeah, and he ended up... Adultery? No, I don't think it was adultery. Fraud? I want to say alcohol. Drunk driving? It might have been, but I know he did part of his community service coaching a K3 team. But uh, anyway, he scored what proved to be the winner... In the in the uh, in in the first half, and then the game petered out in a bit of a a bit of a blizzard. Yeah. Uh, did you go? Um, I remember watching the away leg on TV. Right. Uh, ensconced in a nice warm room somewhere. Part timer. Um, I must have gone to the home leg, but I can't remember yeah. it much. I actually I, I remember very little of that season. It was Senor Gunes, obviously, was the coach. At the time, looking at some of the names in the in, in the K League, some of the people who, who scored, Dayan scored a hatful that season. That must have been Gunez's last match, right? Yeah, I think it was. Because 2009 brought in Vingada, and Seoul won the league. And Seoul won the league. Yes, it must have been, but we didn't know it at the time. Yeah, and uh, who 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 was who was starring for Ulsan in those in those playoffs? Um, was Byungji still at Ulsan? No, he, he wasn't, was he? No, he, he would then. been at Soul. Was he still at Seoul by then, I think? It might have been. I can't, still can't imagine Senor Gunas actually actually uh, picking poor old uh, poor Byungji. Uh, Yom Ki-hoon? It was Yom Ki-hoon, the thinking man's number nine. There you go. And it brings it full circle. Ten years later. Yep, he's still... As is the Patriot. As is the Patriot. As is Dayan. As is... As is... Well, Addy's still around. Uh, Addy, Addy is, still, is still around. Not playing, but... Uh, who else scored in those? Uh, oh, Chetayuk Dudu scored for Songnam in that. Um, yeah, great times. There you go. Is this the last podcast before Christmas? Um, I'm going to put one up next week, which we pre-recorded. It's right. uh, an interview with a uh, favourite of the podcast, Dan Harris. Right. Talking about his three years here. Mm-hmm. So we obviously did one maybe two years ago, so it's like a bit of right, a Right, yeah. Almost right at the beginning of the podcast. It was at the end of his first year. So this is one two year, done two years later as he's preparing to almost certainly leave. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't confirm it, but he implies. So give that one a listen next week. Right. You might just have weakened his hand in any <laughs> contract negotiations there, so you might want to edit this bit out. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, we'll be back in January with a new podcast right okay. uh, and you're going to do um, a commentary apparently am I in the, your race course inimitable race course style oh really that's what Mark told me did he really yeah he said you're going to do it live well, oh I'm not going to do that right, right now no, uh, no. But, uh, yeah uh, okay well, I might well okay um, so you're putting that up next week the Dan Harris one yeah yes right in that case 
Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Uh, what, what do you want to take us out with for an outro? Something Christmassy and K-League related. Okay. Uh, I guess we're going to have to go with the message that Uli is sending to Jonathan. I don't want a lot for Christmas. 